Hello. Hi there. We are Phil's Dear Arcadian Lady, and this is Incompletely Articulate. And this is episode 61. If you've not listened to some others, why not start somewhere else? But if you decide to start here, you might like to know that it's a podcast in which each of us will perform for you a poem that we've written in the last week or so. Why don't you just go first? What have you got for us, mate? Okay, so I was in Cornwall this week, and I went to a bookshop, and then I was looking through this sort of like book of poems from like up and coming like Cornish poets and I just got really selfish and angry and jealous so I sort of wrote this but it's not as bad as the intro made it sound. (laughs) Sometimes I look into a book of other people's verse and think this is just words typed onto a page whether when waxing lyrical over seaside views the crashing waves are also you Your commenting on that solitary tent was a unique insight on some world event. Doesn't matter. This is just words typed out on a page. The only thing that matters is that someone cared enough about something to type words out onto a page. Yeah, I think that's not as much about being annoyed at the success as others as you made it sound like it was in the intro. Yeah, I think it was um, slightly more... Maybe not vicious, but like present in my mind when I started writing it. But that was like another thing I found because I wrote like half of it and then wrote the other half like yesterday because I thought I'd finished it and I hadn't. And I think it's quite. It's a bit matter. It kind of speaks about the nature of poetry. Yeah, that's true. And I did sort of think that it could have sort of gone wider at the end, sort of zoomed out from such a specific example and kind of become about. Well, I mean, technically, you could question everything like that. Like, everything is just something somewhere at the right time. Uh, and yeah, the, the whole everything's a poem if you do it in a poem yeah. way. And so, you're right. It's like a what is art thing. Yeah. Isn't it? The fact, the very fact that someone's chosen to curate it tells you that it is that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I sort of felt like going. Like, near there was definitely an option. I don't know whether it's something that I would sort of sort of cut the last bit of and then expand further where it could have gone. But when I came back to it, I wasn't in the same headspace, which is why it's different. But yes, reading other people's poems is, is weird, isn't it? Because, like, you might love it, in which case you just feel that what you do isn't good enough. Yeah. Or you might hate it, in which case you start to feel like they've been afforded an opportunity that you deserve at least as much. Yeah, exactly. And then, and also you can have both of those thoughts in the same reaction when you look at something as well. And also, like, it's really hard because there are so many different types that even if you're looking at something and you think, oh, it's not really, I don't think that's very good, but it's just a completely different way of writing to you. Yeah, when it's it's a broad spectrum of stuff that doesn't really necessarily compare. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. And I'm not a massive fan of the seaside, so just to get into digs about sort of cliches about waves and stuff was good for me. Yeah, I mean, I I lived at the seaside for five years, and there's something about the fact that the sea is there and constantly on the horizon Mm. that is always in the background of your thoughts somewhere 
So I guess that's... Yeah, well, it was in the foreground of these poems. That's true, but but if you're if what you see when you look the other way or when you look inside feels to you less significant, then you're going to look out. That's true. Uh, like when we write about how much we love the concrete and the bricks and the urbanity. Yeah, all right. Fine. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I do. Exactly what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not even just in Portugal, we just talk about it all the time as well. We just really love the city. <laughs> Those desperate tweets from you when you were <laughs> I had to buy more data because there is no Wi-Fi anywhere. Sorry. First world problems. But still very annoying. Okay. Would you like to talk about yours first or just jump in? Uh, so I started writing something else uh, and then I hated it and that gave me the hook line for this, even though you're not really what it's about, listeners, sorry. <laughs> you deserve better than this. And sure, I mean that in a wafty sense, that you deserve the world and all that it contains and all the money there is plus another 50 pence. You deserve better than this, an immeasurable abundance of all things turning out for the best. I wish you every joy, I pray for your every success, and I dearly love to rid you of the crap that gives you stress, because you deserve better than this. But the reality of wishes is you build them, not enchant, and it's easy to aspire for you things I could never grant, and to promise to give you things we both know I can't. You deserve better than this. But I suppose what that should really cause is an effort to make more of my efforts, more of yours, and to act upon the wishes that my wishful mouth implores. You deserve better than this. But there's only so much all of me I can give. I watch time and effort slip away like red wine through a sieve, and the myriad tiny bits of me I spread elsewhere are cumulative. You deserve more than this. And it's hard to admit that you're not the only thing that does, as everything I care about deserves a bit more love. I'm irrigating far too much with far too reservoirs. You deserve better than this. You deserve to be the star of each moment I'm with you. You deserve to be where my mind wanders when I'm elsewhere. You deserve to be my reason. You deserve to be my default. You deserve not to have all these expectations of what you deserve thrust upon you. You deserve better than this. You deserve the world and you're not even always my world. Wow. That's really good. It's a bit more intense than some of your stuff for a couple of episodes, at least, I think. Yeah, well, because once I'd, once I'd covered it, was my initial thought was, the podcast deserves better than I've been doing recently. So it was, that was sort of tied into the fact that I really wanted to write something that was heartfelt. Mm. I don't think I've done that in a while. So you started off writing about how you wanted to write better? No. The ones to write better gave me the you deserve better than this. Oh, game. okay, cool. That's all. And that was signed to the fact I wanted to write something better. I wanted to write something deeper. You know, there's nothing wrong with when we do stuff that's a bit silly or a bit more throwaway. Yeah, but every now and again. Ranting about nothing, but. Well, I think you succeeded. How do you feel about it now you've put, said it out loud? It is sort of tied into what I've been talking about of late again, though, because. Listeners, you'll notice we've not been around enough. No, apologies. Uh, that's a combination of various of us having other stuff and just just the fact that I feel like I'm, like I said, they're spread so thin at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm desperate to catch up in loads of different ways and so many things 
that I really want to put more of me into, I don't have enough of me left to put more yeah. into. But also, and this is just well, one you of have those. to prioritise in those times. Oh, yeah, but there are some things that I wish didn't have as much of my effort as do. That's always the way, yeah. isn't it? Like when you're, when you're sat at the day job, the day job feels like it's important. Mm-hmm. Or at least it feels like if you don't at least pretend it's important, things will go horribly wrong. Yeah, you at least have to um, focus. Like, So you have to, I suppose, give it some importance because you have to focus while you're there to get it done. Yeah. And I, uh, things I've been focusing on instead, whilst there even, uh, perhaps telling. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. And then just because home is weird at the moment as well, for reasons that we've gone into in previous podcasts, and so there's... Like, nothing nothing is as it should be if everything was the best it should be. Yeah. And you sort of... Yeah, when you sort of realise that everything's at that stage at once, then that's when it's sort of a bigger deal because you sort of think there's always one or two things that aren't up to scratch and they sort of rotate. But then when you're just in a time where you just have to wait it out for things to get better. Is there anything else that you want to say about it? It's sort of like, I don't really want to prod... Well, I do really want to prod. But I don't want to on the podcast because I don't know. Try it, we can always edit it out. Okay, is it about, like, your missus? Or is it about, like, your family as a whole? Or is it just about your kids? Or is it about... Yeah, it's mostly about my wife, I guess. Yeah, but you're right, it expands mm. out from that a bit. So, yeah, sorry. Did you find that. it quite hard to write? Do you find that sometimes once you start being honest, you're honester than you realised it was not hard to be? Like, you find that you think that it's going to be hard, but once you start, then it's not hard. Yeah, getting the cork out is difficult, but once it's out, it just keeps going. Yeah. Did you have to rein it in at any point? Were you like, I'm giving too much away about my actual life? I think it's quite vague. It is vague, yeah. That's why I'm asking you these probing questions. I think that's partly because of the the structure, though. Because once I'd, once I'd got that structure and I was trying to write within that rhyme scheme... And yeah, the, well, then that restricts, thing. It? Yeah, so you you can't just say anything, mm. or at least you can't without better technique than me to try and force it into anything. No, it's impossible. You can't say anything always. That's yeah, it's very good. I feel kicked up the arse to do something good for next week, so that's a good thing. And we will try and be slightly more regular. We can't promise anything because obviously life still gets in the way, but we will try and record maybe for the weeks we're away. Yes. So we can still release them. And yeah, thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, I have noticed that people have been listening to the things we've been sporadically putting out. And we are always grateful for you to listening. To you for listening. Thank you. And not quite in as pathetic a way as that sounds. Well, no, but just, you know, it's just really nice that people want to listen to our little corner of the internet. Yeah, and a couple of people have noticed that we're not around to miss us. And that's been... Yeah, that's nice. We appreciate the... The tweets. Or comments speaking of tweets and comments see how soon as that oh, is this is why you listen <laughs> why not follow us on the twitters at incompletely Art. you also have a tumblr incompletely articulate.tumblr.com you can like us on the facebook that involves thumbs and stuff we're searchable for yes search incompletely articulate and you can like our page um but also on itunes so if you subscribe to our podcast um again just search for incompletely articulate and then each new episode will just appear on your device and for people who don't itunes we are always grateful to penwheel t because they host us on the soundclouds and you can listen to our whole back catalogue there and all that coming yeah and maybe just get in touch let us know what you think you can review us on iTunes, you can tell your friends, and we will speak to you next week. Bye, that.
Kenneth Hale T.